What is up, guys, and welcome to another edition of the Market Marauder Show, beating the market one trade at a time. Hope everybody's having a great week out there, able to lock in some profits. The market is still looking very volatile out there. So let's jump into some of the things going on in the stock market. So today the Dow Jones average or Dow Jones Industrial Average rose for the first day in four uh, on Tuesday after Russia appeared to be backing away from an immediate invasion of Ukraine, cooling geopolitical tensions uh, that have knocked the stock market down in the past three days. The Russian Defense Ministry said it began returning some troops to deployment bases after training exercises near the Ukrainian border. So the Dow jumped to about $422.67 or 422.67 points um, or about 1.2%. Uh, to $34,988.84, helped by the 3.7% jump in Boeing. The S&P 500 climbed 1.6% to about $4,471.07, and technology-heavy NASDAQ Composite advanced 2.5% to $14,139.76. All three major benchmarks were down in the three Prior sessions, an S&P 500 is about 7% from its record high. The small cap benchmark Russell 200 uh, or Russell 2000 rallied 2.8% on Tuesday. And so tensions have been high um, about what's going on uh, over the world uh, with, you know, the military fronts, uh, the Russian and Ukraine situation going on. And so the market definitely was hit by that. We saw the Dow start to go down, NASDAQ start to go down. People were talking about, hey, we may be preparing for another recession, but it seems like it has bounced back as tensions have eased. So definitely, if you're new to investing, you may have looked at the stock market and say, I wonder why it's going down. Why is everybody selling off? Uh, These are all things to look for um, in macroeconomics. So macro being the large scale economics, how the total market behaves. And so when you're looking at the total market, there are a lot of things uh, to factor in. Now, you can be a micro investor or a macro investor, um, whichever one you choose or whichever way you look at investing. Uh, but a lot of people in the macro markets or who look at the macro markets themselves, these are one of the things that they look for. So uh, tensions or things going on uh, with the military. Uh, you have Fed who spoke on February 14th, which was Valentine's Day, they had a closed meeting, and that definitely gave a lot of uncertainty um, to the market itself. Uh, There were talks about potentially uh, raising interest rates um, after that meeting, but they decided to go uh, with the plan to continue the path forward um, and do that during their March meeting. So the Fed had a closed meeting. I know that was some speculation a lot of people were talking about potentially uh, raising rates during that meeting uh, or that was going to be the conclusion of that meeting, but it seemed like that didn't happen. Uh, but these are all macro things that people look at. Um, now, if you have your individual stocks that you look at yourself, like let's say you are a fan of Elon Musk and you like Tesla, there are people who just follow those stocks in general. So if you have your favorite stock that you like, a lot of people follow those, their entire fan base is around each individual company, but it all depends on your investing style. So a lot of people have different investing styles, but uh, when things like this happen, like you see the whole Dow and S&P 500 start to go down, 
And even when you see the Russell 2000 start to go down, uh, these are things that affect all investors. So um, especially, you know, considering if you're investing for the first time, um, you know, it may not be uh, due to the fact that you see um, the markets go up uh, just because a lot of people are buying. Um, now, retail investors, which are just average individual investors, you know, do have an effect on the stock market. They can help push numbers uh, back up. But everyone is not an investor. And so uh, some of the companies that are large investors, like the mutual funds and a lot of hedge funds, uh, they can help the market go up. But um, when every every time there's something that's going on on the macro level, everyone really kind of pays attention. So make sure you check out the Dow. Um, as it continues to rally, uh, make sure you check out the S&P 500 and Russell 2000 uh, because these are great indicators for what's going on uh, with the overall market. Uh, so WTI crude prices fell roughly 3.6%, while the 10-year Treasury yield jumped about 2.04% uh, as the tensions eased. And the Vanek Russia ETF, uh, a U.S. traded fund uh, which invests in big Russian stocks, rose about 5.8%. Airline and cruise stocks led the gainers, while energy companies were the biggest loser as oil prices fell. American Airlines rose about 8.1%. Uh, Carnival Company uh, rose about 6.7%. Meanwhile, Exxon Mobil fell about 1.3%. And ConocoPhillips lost about 2%. So certain technology names also uh, charted higher. So like Netflix went up 2.8%. And Tesla rose about 5.3%. And then Zoom rose about 3.4%. So all of these are publicly traded, uh, even the Vanek Russia ETF. Uh, so I encourage everybody to go look at those um, as they are publicly traded on the stock market. So next, let's talk about Airbnb. So Airbnb um, had their earnings, and they did really well on their earnings. So they beat Wall Street estimates, which is always a great thing. Um, and this was their fourth quarter uh, revenue earnings. Uh, the travel company continued to rebound from the pandemic, uh, and the stock was about up 4% after trading. And so earnings were about $0.08 cents versus the $0.03 cents expected, um, and revenue was hundred. Well, was $1.53 billion versus the $1.46 billion as expected. Um, and so Airbnb, a lot of people are getting into Airbnb. You see a lot of entrepreneurs uh, really doing Airbnb for the properties that they have. Um, some people may say it's a dying business. Uh, some people don't like the business model or the experience that they have with a lot of Airbnbs. I've heard some personal stories about uh, Airbnbs not being you know, up to par. Uh, but I think Airbnb um, is a solid company, uh, an alternative for a lot of people. Um, instead of going to, you know, some of the big name uh, hotel chains that are out there, uh, I think Airbnb kind of survived uh, the pandemic, and I think that they're going to be, uh, you know, bouncing back from this. Uh, so the company reported 73.4 million nights and experiences booked in the fourth quarter, which is nearly down 8% from the prior quarter and missing estimates. Um, analysis expected 74.96 million nights and experiences in the quarter, uh, according to Street Account. Uh, but still, the figure uh, is up 59% year over year uh, from when the pandemic uh, weighed heavily on the travel industry. So year over year, especially considering that the pandemic uh, was last year and kind of the height of that, they are beating it 59% uh, year over year. So I think that's still a good metric for them. Just goes to show you that people are still using Airbnb. I think there are more people getting into Airbnb um, as far as a business model is concerned. And I think, you know, as we continue to go on, as more people want to get into real estate, they're going to be looking at Airbnb as an option. So Airbnb trades under the ticker sign 
ABNB. So make sure you guys go a look at that on the market if you believe in their business model. Next, let's talk about Virgin Galactic. Uh, so Virgin Galactic also rose as well. Uh, so the space tour- tourism company Virgin Galactic announced they will open ticket sales for uh, for the public for the first time, uh, requiring a hundred and fifty thousand dollar deposit. Virgin Galactic ticket prices start at around $450,000 each, as the company uh, revealed last year with three different sale offerings. Uh, So a single seat uh, purchase, uh, packaged seats for couples, uh, friends or family, or opportunities to book the entire flight. The company has said previously uh, that at a $150,000 deposit uh, to $25,000 is not refundable. So shares of Virgin uh, jump up uh, 32% uh, after trading around $10.74 per share. Uh, And the stock has been battered for the past 12 months, dropping about 80%. Uh, So I think the fact that there's any positive news going on with uh, Virgin Galactic, um, which is traded under the ticker sign SPCE, um, is definitely going to be uh, any positive news for them. Uh, They have burned quite a bit of capital on the company, Um, you know, you know, there's a lot of positive news for them overall for space tourism, um, but I don't know if it's exactly uh, at the cost that a lot of individual people can get into um, at this price point. Uh, so hopefully they'll have you know some more affordable trips uh, going to space or just show more proof of concept on their flights. Uh, I know they were grounded for a while by the FAA, uh, which was you know kind of a bad thing, uh, but it seems like they have overcome those challenges um, and starting to open tickets back up. Hopefully, you know this will be a positive move for the company. Uh, definitely excited to see some more uh, flights from Virgin Galactic. And lastly on here, I want to talk about uh, Disney. Uh, so Disney CEO uh, Bob Chapek uh, said that he appointed a new executive to lead the company's metaverse strategy. Uh, so metaverse is something that a lot of people are talking about um, right towards the end of 2021, going into 2022. And I think it'll still be a topic uh, going into 2022. There are a lot of companies getting into the metaverse. Uh, now you had Facebook, which changed their name to Meta, um, which was a big move. Uh, just you know, shedding light on the metaverse itself. I think a lot of people were not aware of what the metaverse were, was unless you were really heavily into crypto and you got into, you know, companies like Decentraland or the Sandbox, uh, which have their own ecosystem. But you're starting to see a lot of corporate companies really gearing up to get into the metaverse. You have uh, Microsoft, which bought Activision as a play to get um, some good developers to build out things for the metaverse. And so I think as 2022 uh, starts to develop, uh, you're going to start to see a lot more companies uh, really, you know, shell out their plans to getting into the metaverse and really explaining uh, what the metaverse is. is to them um, and so the metaverse means a lot of things to a lot of different people for crypto investors it may mean uh, it's already here it's an old ecosystem uh, and they already have found the ones that they are really rocking with but for a lot of the uh, companies that want to get involved to the metaverse uh, you know they kind of want to have their own plan moving forward which requires you know a lot of strategic moves you have uh, boards uh, that you have to vote on these things moving forward they're big company decisions but there are a lot of funding or there is a lot of funding that goes into that so uh, on the other hand you have these ecosystems that were created uh, based on crypto but now you have a lot of companies that have you know excess capital uh, to actually spend onto metaverse with a lot of assets um, 
in their repertoire to really help flesh out their own metaverse. So, uh, you know, it's very exciting to see a lot of companies jump into it. Um, and so moving forward, I think it's going to be interesting to see what Disney Disney decides to do um, on their take of the metaverse. So like I said, again, all these are publicly traded companies. Make sure you guys go look at them. Um, you know, Disney's trading under the ticker sign DIS. It's currently down 0.47%, uh, but I think it's still on sale at its current price, especially uh, since they're moving into the metaverse, which is going to be, you know, a big opportunity for a lot of companies um, and a lot of people going into 2022. So good luck to everybody out there trading. Hopefully this one helped you all out. Um, hope everybody's able to lock in some profits. Like I said, again, in this market, uh, there are a lot of good plays that are on sale, a lot of good names that are on sale, um, a lot of companies that are you know being undervalued in the current market um, just because all the things that are going on on the macro level. Like I said, again, the tensions with uh, Russia and Ukraine definitely um, you know dampened the market for a while there. Uh, so it was a great buying opportunity for a lot of people to jump into the market and really get some good deals. A lot of these companies that were over oversold in my opinion didn't change their business strategy like Disney didn't change their business strategy um, you know a lot of companies like Airbnb didn't change their, their business strategy but they were being oversold because of the things that were going on in the overall macro market so every time those things go on it may be a great buying opportunity for someone uh, who's looking to invest and just bear in mind it's not financial advice I'm not telling you to invest or to not invest into any of these plays just telling you what's out there in the market uh, I think there's a great buying opportunity for those who are great who want to do great long-term investing uh, now if you're swing trading or day trading that's a completely different subject um, you know swing trader day trading you know that's a day-to-day um, you know there are different standards that you look at but for long-term investors um, who really want to get some good blue chip stocks for cheap I think now is a great time uh, to really you know look at some of the plays that are out there in the market that are on sale uh, that have their fundamental business structure still in place so good luck to everybody that's training and I'll see you guys on the next one peace <laughs>